This podcast is produced by Unedited. The future is created by what we do today. We know that. But the way a lot of us live, it's like we think the future is created by how much we think about the future and how much we plan. And no, the future is created by what we do right now in the present moment. Hello and welcome to episode 188 of In The Moment with me, Alex Manzi. I am a life coach who has previously battled with depression and anxiety and I use my learnings and experience to help you find more clarity and happiness in life. And each week on this podcast, we hear the stories and tips from some of the most inspirational people in the world, learning how to take the small steps every day to improve your mental, emotional, physical and spiritual health. But before we jump into this week's episode, I just want to let you know that the very last few copies of the first print run of my book, The Search for Clarity, are very nearly sold out. And this book shares my experiences and biggest learnings from my personal development journey and tips on how you can create a better life experience for yourself. And as there's only a few copies left, I'm offering in a very exclusive 20% off to listeners of this very podcast. So just use the code podcast20 at the checkout. And if you want more information or if you want to go and grab a copy of the book for yourself, simply head to thedreamersdisease.co.uk forward slash clarity or check out the link in the description of this episode. So on this week's episode, I am joined by Bijan Pusti, who is a content creator who focuses mainly on mindfulness and personal growth. And I'm pretty sure that he's going to be a huge voice in the world of spirituality in the years to come. I discovered Bijan on TikTok where he has over 280,000 followers and every day he is inspiring people, including myself, and with his words of wisdom. So I was really stoked to get Bijan on this episode because I just think his overall nature and outview and perspective on life is something that we all need to hear. We all need to learn more about disconnecting from this busy lifestyle, as you all know, which is the main principles of this podcast and how we can step more into the present and be more grateful and appreciative of the life that we're living right now and understand that we're complete as we are and and Bijan just talks about this stuff so beautifully so I'm really happy to have him on this episode. During this conversation we spoke about stepping into the present moment, detaching from your ego and what happens when you're open to the messages of the universe. So the aim of this podcast is to inspire so if you like what you hear in this episode be sure to share it with a friend and spread the love. But right now, let's jump straight in and hear from Bijan. I discovered you via the amazing platform of TikTok. And uh, I, I remember chatting to, um, I think I was saying it to my girlfriend. I was like, I think me and this guy could be friends. Like, we, he's just got such a good vibe. Like, I really like the vibe. And then here we are recording the podcast. So I'm stoked, man. Yeah, man. I'm excited to be here. Right back at you. That's awesome, man. I think like one of the things that I really resonate, I think, with your with the stuff that you put on TikTok is, is quite kind of spiritual and stuff. It's it, it's because I feel like I've been there myself. Like I've gone through that kind of spiritual awakening, and I feel like we're in that. Obviously, because of what's happened this year, a lot of people are in that place of like trying to figure things out and asking questions of like there must be more to life. So, what got you to this point of like? going down the spiritual path as it were yeah that's an awesome question a lot of times people expect there to be you know one life-changing moment that kind of shifts everything because that's what happens to a lot of people Uh, but for me it was very natural Um, i was into personal development extremely early you know it's 18 19 years old i was reading personal development books Um, and you know i was brought up in a personal development household so i was constantly learning about myself and about you know, success and all these things. And, 
a couple years into it, you know, I worked, uh, I started a few businesses. I worked a bunch of different jobs, kind of trying to figure out, you know, what I want to do with this life. And nothing really seemed fulfilling. Everything kind of seemed like there was something missing. Um, so about two years ago, when I was about 21, I picked up The Power of Now and a couple other really good spiritual books. And I read them and they really, really resonated with me. Um, it kind of opened my eyes a little bit to the truth, if you have it, and kind of what's really important and why we're all feeling the way we're feeling and kind of how to fix that. I uh, pra- started practicing meditation. And a few weeks after I started practicing meditation is when I really started to see things change in my own life. I started to feel this inner peace and joy that I've never felt before. Um, I wasn't doing anything else different in my life. I was still working in the same job and I was still doing everything else. But there was just a sense of peace about everything that I'm okay. And there's everything that's happening is happening for a reason. And that feeling of presence and just being in the moment is, I think, one of the most addictive feelings there are. So I continue to learn. I continue to read great books from great teachers and continue my practice with meditation and yoga and my spiritual practices. And it just continued to grow and grow and grow until I realized, you know, this is helping me so much. Um, I got to a point where I was just constantly at peace. So I started making TikTok videos and on a bunch of different platforms, but mainly TikTok about just kind of what I'm learning, kind of spreading my message and my lessons through to other people. And it's, it started to resonate with people after a while. And, and um, I figured, you know, if it's helping me this much, it can definitely help someone else. So that's kind of just been my goal is to, to help other people um, who are in the same position as I am and who just want to learn and grow themselves. And it was a very natural process for me. Uh, there was no car accident that was a near-death experience, you know, like a lot of people. It just woke me up. It's very natural, and I'm extremely grateful for where I'm at, and then I'm able to help other people reach that same place. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I, th- I think that's a lot of people feel that, that, that disconnect from the spiritual path because they feel like they need a moment. And it's like, you know, everyone's kind of goes through their own personal battles. Like I've had, you know, stuff in my past of like depression and anxiety. But I think ultimately you, you, well, I personally got onto the path by asking, you know, there's got to be more to life than getting up, going to work, coming home, having dinner, watching TV or, you know, whatever it was. And you start to ask more questions. And when you start to do that digging, like, you know, the books like Power of Now is probably the first spiritual book I read as well. And I think many, many people have had that as their first kind of spiritual book. It's very interesting how you kind of end up seeking more because you, you feel like this is, this is the wisdom that like we all want. This is the wisdom that we all need to hear, but why aren't we hearing it? So I think it's so interesting, man. And, and you mentioned before that your house was kind of a personal development type house. So what were some of the things that you learned growing up when you were younger that kind of really have, have laid the foundations for you today? Well, yeah, uh, as you can see, this is, this is, I'm sitting in my dad's library right now. And this is the kind of stuff that I grew up in, uh, just books everywhere, including the power of now and all these spiritual books. And some of the things I learned from these books and just from watching the role models around me, like my dad, uh, is just, you know, you work on yourself and everything kind of comes together. Um, a lot of us try to focus so much on the outside, um, all these external things that we really have no control over. But if you just take the time to work on yourself and learn and grow every single day, all the external things seem to come into place and are a byproduct of, you know, 
you growing as a person. That's probably the biggest thing. Mm, yeah, that focus of self is so is so important, isn't it? I think that's one of the things that I do, particularly when I'm coaching. Is I focus quite a lot on the kind of relationship we have with ourselves because I feel if you if you're placing that you know your goals and your happiness and everything you're trying to achieve in the outside world you're always going to be chasing a sense of more but when you flip that internally it's like you realize that you actually already have everything you need to be happy which is kind of what we're trying to achieve anyway there's such an interesting like flipping of an internal narrative isn't it it's so simple it's so simple yet we're so caught up in this illusion because of the environment that we grow up in and how we see everyone else living and it's such a simple it's simple but not easy to understand right because we're seeing all these things but when we can really understand that you're exactly right everything that we're looking for and these other things is already inside of us that we don't lack anything and that lack that we feel is is an illusion created by our mind projections that we make up ourselves and that are put into us by other people so we can get rid of that illusion and realize that we don't lack you know that person or that job or that money you know we we don't lack any of, the, of those things that love that peace and we can realize we're complete life can stop being such a struggle like it is for so many of us constantly depressed or anxious or overwhelmed about the future we can just experience it as it should be experienced you know like a game to be played and enjoyed and explored i think that's the beautiful thing of of looking in and realizing that it's all already inside of us mm. why do you think then that we we we've got caught up in this you know, needing to chase things to be happy mentality then? You know, I think a lot of it is just our environment. Um, the environment that we grew up in, we, what, what do you see on social media, right? What do you see on TV and all these people with nice cars and a lot of money going on vacations? And, and that that's the standard now. And so now you feel like if I'm not doing that, I'm not enough. I'm not happy. I think that's really, it's on, it's on a new level right now for sure because of social media, but it's always been like that. People have always been chasing that gold standard. Um, and I think it's just looking, we just look around and we compare our lives with the best moments of other people's lives. And I think that really gets to a lot of us. We don't know what's going inside their head. Um, someone could be driving a Porsche down the freeway next to the ocean to be completely dead inside and want to hit the pole that they're driving next to. They could be so depressed. You know, we have no idea. Um, I think it's just that external comparison that really, that really hurts us. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, you see so many sad stories of, of celebrities, you know, music artists that, that seem to have everything on a plate and end up, you know, unfortunately taking their own lives. Like, you know, two that really come to mind are Mac Miller and, um, oh, I can't remember his name now, the guy from, um, well, this is embarrassing, uh, Lincoln Park. I can't think of his name. Uh, you know i can't it's, it's, I it's, about. yeah it's like you know they're, they're two people that you'd look at right especially for people our age where you look at them and you think like wow they they have everything they've got a very successful career they're top of the game of what they do they've got all the money they can get all of the things they want all of the girls they want you know all of these things that we think that we need yet they weren't happy and it it when you see things like that it makes you question well if they had everything that we think we need and they still weren't happy, then what, what is happiness? You know? Right. It's all, it's all ego, right? All of our, most of our goals that we set for ourselves are, are set by our ego, like whatever, getting a certain amount of money or finding that girl or whatever. These celebrities, especially, right? These people, they see people and they treat them like a God. And you, you be, if you're treated like a God enough, you start to believe that you're a God. But what happens when you're not around that attention? 
And when you're not around, you know, people treating you like that, you feel that empty space inside and you have to go somewhere else to get that. So that's why so many of them turn to drugs and alcohol and have all these problems. And eventually that will lead to them killing themselves, you know, and it's so sad because it's so true. They may have everything that you think you need, but none of that really matters at all. And, you know, Jim Carrey said it once that I wish everyone could become rich and famous so you can realize it's not what you want it. Something like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. I think I was watching an interview with him the other day um, and he said it in that interview and it's just like, it is true. It's so fascinating because it's like, we, we, we're just taught, you know, in a, in a roundabout way to, to always need more, the new car, the new house, the, the better job, more money, the, the nice clothes that everyone's wearing, the fashionable stuff to have loads of social media followers to, you know, all of this stuff that's like, we should have more, 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 more. And it's just like, it takes away from so much of what life is about, which is experiencing, feeling, living, enjoying, being present. And it does, it kind of blows my mind a lot, you know, and it's, 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 it's interesting to see that there's, there's becoming a bit of a um, reversal in the script, uh, particularly, you know, this year, it seems like it, it, it's more so. So I think it's, yeah, man, it's great to see that there's so much work that people are trying to do now on themselves to realize this. And I think that, you know, the pandemic as it has been, has been disastrous for everyone pretty much, but there has been some benefits to it. And I think that raising of consciousness of a lot of people is probably one of them, you know? And it makes sense. You know, this pandemic is affecting so many people in many ways. People are losing so much. People are losing their jobs. People are losing loved ones. And the reason that's been able to wake so many people up is because we tie our identity to these things. We tie our identity to the job that we have or the person that we're with. Um, but when that is removed from our life and we can kind of, and, and we realize, you know, I'm still here and it may hurt and we may have to go through that healing process and feel that pain. But two things can happen. We can either cling on to something else with our identity, or we can realize that none of these things are us and we are beyond all those things. And I think that realization is starting to hit a lot of people because of, you know, what coronavirus has done to us and what it's taken from us. And I think that's the, that's a huge underlying blessing of everything that's going on. Mm, yeah. And I think, you know, I'm, I'm, and there's a lot of people here in a position today in terms of like you know especially with like the stuff that you're sharing from a more spiritual path and people who are like into personal development and you know loads of amazing content creators there's like some amazing people on tiktok sharing just amazing life tips and advice and i think a lot of that is is being brought out for this need to to want it to understand it right and i think we've got this you've mentioned ego and identity quite a, a couple of times where we've kind of got these these relationships with these things that we don't fully understand and when you actually take a look at them and start to question them, you start to go, actually, right, that can't be right. Like we can't, this can't be the way to to be thinking or being. And it's so interesting. I don't know what your kind of experiences has been with like battling with your ego or this identity of self that you've kind of constructed and how you've kind of got through that. But it'd be amazing to hear some. Yeah. I mean, I still struggle with it at times. I still have to look inside and, and, and ask myself, like, what are you doing? What do you, I make decisions Pretty much my whole life up to the recent future has been for my ego, for what other people will think of my decisions, uh, for what other people will think of the car I'm driving or the job I have or how I'm presented in social media and all these things. And I think most people are, do live like this through their ego. You know, when you post an Instagram picture, your main thought is, what are, what are people going to think about this picture? Most people aren't posting pictures because they like the picture and it's for themselves. 
Uh, it's for other people's perception, right? And yeah, I've definitely struggled with that. Um, I went through tons of, of different jobs and careers and businesses. And, the, and looking back, I can now realize the main, my main intention of that was through my ego because I would, it would make me a certain amount of money so I could uh, look good for a certain person or so I could buy a certain house to impress someone. And, and it's such a trap to fall into. I'm so grateful that I was able to kind of realize this earlier than a lot of people and that, that that's not real. And, you know, like you said, everything you ever need is inside of you right now. And your ego doesn't like when you tell yourself that it, it will convince you otherwise and say, no, no, you, it's important to have all that money and, and to have that prestigious job title, but it's really not. At the yeah. end of the day, we all end up at the same place. The CEO is buried next to the street cleaner. All that matters is that, you know, you did your best with whatever you're doing in the present moment and you made other people's lives around you better in some way. And I think it. it all happens right now. It's all happening right now. We, we, we get so much in our head thinking about what we can look like in, in 10 years to other people and what we can put under our Instagram bio, all these things that we can call ourselves that people will look at us and say, wow, look how accomplished he is. And, and you know, we, we've all been guilty of, of thinking those thoughts and, and, that's, and that's not us. You know, in the, in the end of the day, no one's really looking at it as much as we think they are and, and <laughs> it, should not, it should not drive, it should not be our main driving factor for, for what we do. Yeah, it's so true. And it's, it's, there's that quote, isn't there, that says something like, um, no one's paying as much attention to you as you are or something. It's something like that. And I yeah. think it's like, that tells you everything, right? And it's, it's, it's true. It's so easy to get caught in that ego trap. And you know, all of the things that you've mentioned there, like I've been definitely capable and, and guilty of doing and still am in some ways of like, trying to want to appear to be like this or like that or have the perfect Instagram bio or like even just like the perfect introduction for the podcast or do you know what I mean it's like it's all in some way like the things that we're doing is to try and serve people but when it tips over that line of like trying to appear to be this perfect thing I think that's where it, it does fall down and I think that's you know one of the things that I'm very thankful for is that people who listen to the podcast and people who have like you know, checked out, you know, both of our contents on, on Instagram, TikTok, and people who have bought my book. It's like, they know that I'm very honest about my journey and where I'm at. Like if I'm struggling, <laughs> like I will say it, or I'll record a podcast episode where I'll talk about it or, and I think it's important to, to, to share that, you know, because people need to see that there's people they look up to and, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm sure there are people who, who do in some way look up to both of us and engage with our content and think that we're like on this pedestal, but like in reality, we're just as normal as everyone else. Right. And it's the same when you go even further up that kind of list of like, um, like, I, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but like, um, you know, clout, social media clout, you go right up to like the Kim Kardashians. It's like, I'm sure she goes through similar thoughts and feelings as well. So it's like, we're just, it's just, we're human, aren't we? We're just, and that's what makes us human. Absolutely. And, you know, going back to what you're saying about you're still struggling with the perfect social media, Instagram, by all that, that's okay. Like that's, it's yeah. normal. Like you yeah. said, we're struggling. We're, we're just like everyone else. I think the key is to just not get so tied up in it, thinking that that's life. It's just to realize that that's the game and we're playing the game. We're inside the game. I think it's just that awareness, mm. knowing that it's a game, not to take it too seriously. You can play your role, do a really good job, do the best, job you can playing your role help as many people as you can but just know at the end of the day that it's a role and that you know you're doing your best that's all that matters i think it's just that awareness that really 
that really helps. You can just take a step back and look at it from the outside. Mm. So how, how can someone who's listening learn to detach from that playing the game of life and being in the game? That's an amazing question. And it's not something you can really just give someone written instructions so they can go do. It really comes from, from doing and practicing. Um, the, main, the main and most well-known way is meditation. Uh, it's what's helped me the most, um, definitely. And it's why I've been, doing my, I've been doing live meditations on my YouTube channel for about for almost two months now. And that's the reason, right? Because so many people are asking me, you know, how do I get to this level of awareness? How do I be calm like you? How do I be so peaceful? You know, how do I get rid of anxiety, overworking, on and on and on, right? And I tell them, I said, I can't just give you an answer and it'll be fixed. You have to practice it on your own. And the way you practice is by being silent, by being aware of your thoughts, by being aware of the present moment. And that's all meditation is. You don't have to look at meditation like this weird thing, like you have to go sit on the top of a cliff wearing a bunch of different beads and saying um 30,000 times. It's, you just have to sit and be still because that's where you can find that awareness. That's where you can be aware, like I said, of your thoughts and see what thoughts are serving you, see what thoughts are not serving you, learn to let the thoughts go that are not serving you, be aware of the present moment. I mean, you think about it. We're, our life is always happening right now. Most of us are never here now or either in the past thinking about what happened earlier today or last week or last year, or we're in the future thinking about what might happen later. We're never, we're never here. We're, we're never here now. So when you, when you meditate and you're just here now, focusing on your breath is the easiest way. When you bring your awareness to your breath, you bring your awareness to the present moment. You, you, you're, you're here, you're here now and you can, you, you grow that awareness after one time of meditation, you'll feel good and calm, probably a little bit peaceful, but you'll probably go back to being stressed in an hour. But it's, it's something kind of like learning a new instrument or playing a new sport. It's hard at first. It's awkward at first. Your mind will convince you that you're no good at it and you have better things to do, but you just have to stick with it. And even if it's for me, my meditation journey, it was extremely tough for me to get started meditating. I had no idea what I was doing. Uh, so I would only sit for five minutes at a time. And even that changed my life after one month of doing that completely changed my life. So anyone who says they don't have time or it's too hard, just take five minutes, take five minutes, sit down somewhere, close your eyes and focus on your breath for five minutes. That's it. And you will see such an amazing impact that will have on your life, on your well-being, on your awareness, on just your perspective of being able to take a step back and realize what's important, what's not, not allow the outside world to affect you so much. And I think that's the best gift you can give yourself is to be present in this moment and be aware. There's a really good quote. It's one of my favorite quotes from Sadhguru. He said, don't try to fix everything around you. He said, fix yourself in such a way that whatever comes, you'll be fine. And that's something that meditation brings. It, it, it makes it so there's always going to be things that are happening in life, like our technical difficulties getting started with this podcast. Yeah. You can, some people will be so bothered by that and it will, it will, just ruin the, the rest of their day somehow. And, but when you work on yourself enough that you just realize that things are always going to happen, you know, life is not what you think it is. You have a tiny little box. That's your perspective, your perception, and life is going on all around. There's always going to be things that happen. People are going to do things that you might not necessarily agree with. When you practice just being aware and in this present moment, understand that it's all a passing experience. You can, you can accept it for what it is and you'll be fine no matter kind of what, what happens? I went off on a little bit of a tangent there, but 
long story short, practice meditation, even if it's just for five minutes a day. Yeah. I think what you said there with the quote is, is so true. And using the example of us, you know, setting up the podcast and the technical difficulties is like, neither of us were stressed about it. We were both like, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But we, we got to a conclusion. Right. And I think, do you, do you have you read much of uh, Krishnamurti's work? I have not. Oh man, you'd love it. There's, there's one of his really famous quotes is, um, he says, my secret to life is that I don't mind what happens. And that's, that's, that's the beauty of what we're just talking about, right? It's like whatever comes to you, you can't allow that external thing to create the conflict internally because if it does, you're just creating that conflict yourself because it's the way you're internalizing that situation, that possible outcome, that whatever it is, that moment, you're internalizing it to create the feelings and the thoughts that you're having right there and then. So if you're not bothered by what comes either way, that internalization process is going to be a lot softer. Like you still might feel a bit uneasy, but you know that, you know what, this is going to pass. It's fine. Like it'll probably be fine in 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and you can get on with it. And I think that's a a real beautiful (laughs) quote to to look at life. It's like not to mind what happens either way, because sometimes we mind too much. Absolutely. I agree with that. Yeah, man, I'm going to, I'm going to uh, recommend you some of his books because I, I talk about them a lot and he's like the master teacher in my eyes. So I think you'd, uh, you definitely, you definitely want to check him out. Um, yeah. So, like what's, what's one of the things then that you've learned on this journey about yourself? What's been like one of those biggest learnings that's really hit home for you? I mean, what we just talked about was big. Uh, something I've really started practicing more recently is to, completely stop with my expectations and I just found that to be such a peaceful way to live and it doesn't that doesn't mean sit on the couch all day and watch cartoons I'm still I'm probably more productive now than I was before but it's just kind of accepting what what life gives to gives to me uh, whatever circumstances are handed and doing my best in the present moment not worrying about what will come out of it and I've learned that doing this will always bring the best possible outcome Uh, because, you know, the future is created by what we do today. We know that, but the way a lot of us live, it's like we think the future is created by how much we think about the future and how much we plan. And no, the future is created by what we do right now in the present moment. So I've learned that the best way to live in my eyes, in, in my situation, I'm not telling anyone how to live, but this is what I've learned has worked really well for me is just to stop expecting certain things to happen when you do something. A lot of us have, we, a lot of us do something for a certain expectation. And I think that's, that's, that's the cause of a lot of stress and a lot of anxiety. Well, we can just do our best with what we're doing now with, with a passion and we're doing it for the right reason. Um, the outcome might not be what you expected, but if it's not, it's probably going to be better. And that's really been, um, really been life-changing for me, just practicing that. Mm, and I think you're right. I think there's a there's a big relationship, isn't there, between expectations and your level of happiness. And it's it, it, we're not saying to live by low expectations by any means, but understand that the higher you set your bar for an expectation, the more space you're creating for yourself to feel like you haven't fulfilled that expectation or that experience hasn't fulfilled your expectation, which then creates a sense of unhappiness. So it's about being aware. It's having that 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 awareness of what it is that you actually trying to get from this thing. If you're trying to do this thing or or create this thing or have an outcome that you think is going to 
serve you or make you happy, then you need to revisit possibly how you're um, looking at that situation. And that's something that's worked massively for me. It's like actually is like when you're texting someone who you like, you know, you, you text them because you want to feel good when they text you back. But actually, if you remove that expectation of them texting you back, it doesn't matter if they text you back or not to make you happy. It's like, you know, you only really go through that feeling when it's someone that you really like, right? Someone that you're, you crush on or whatever. But if you're texting a friend, you don't have the same level of expectation. You don't check your phone every 10 minutes to see if they've messaged you back. You don't, you don't beat yourself up because they haven't messaged you back. You're just like, ah, it's, you know, it's Steve. He'll message back whenever, you know? And that's, that's, that's the difference is you're, you're creating an expectation level to bring you happiness. And then when it doesn't happen, you're making yourself unhappy. Yeah. And going back to what you said about, you know, it doesn't mean we have low expectations. Even if you have high expectations, you're still limiting yourself. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, one of my other favorite quotes is from Eckhart Tolle, the author of The Power of Now. And he said, you are the universe experiencing itself as a human for a little while. So when you look at it that way, you realize that the universe is, is all powerful. You have all the power in the world to achieve anything you want to achieve. So honestly, even setting that expectation might even hold you back a little bit instead of just doing your best in the present moment and everything that you're doing. And that will guarantee, you know, that the universe will come together, come with you, work with you, bring the people and experiences into your life to help you attain that best outcome for yourself and those around you. I think that's a, such a beautiful thing that I w really wish more people would understand and something that I really try to preach a lot in my context. I've seen it really work firsthand for me. Hmm. Yeah, it's true. And it's, it's, I think it's when, when you realize that, that that's when the magic happens, isn't it? It's like you, you, you have like a shift because you, you start to, it, it changes your perspective, I guess is what I'm trying to say. It changes your perspective. And then that creates a shift ongoing, which is amazing. Um, so on that note, then have you got any kind of tips for anyone who may be sort of be in the early stages of their spiritual journey? Any tips on like, you know, things to, to look out for or to do or to check out anything like that. Absolutely, man. I got so many, but I'll start just with a few basic ones. Um, one is remember it's, it's exactly that it's exactly a journey. So journeys are not always easy and it's not going to be easy. You're going to have to face a lot of negative emotions and negative feelings from the past. And your natural response is going to be to turn away from those things and numb yourself somehow, distract yourself, um, but that's just pushing it off till later. So I would just recommend anytime you feel hurt and you feel pain, um, face that. Really feel, you have to feel it to heal it, right? So really feel mm -hmm. it in your heart, feel the pain, see where it's coming from and learn how to let it go. And you can practice this through meditation. You can practice this through journaling. Those two things together, meditation and journaling, which are two different types of meditation, um, really will help you so much. Find that clarity, will help you there's a voice in all of our head, right? So when we can kind of get our voice to write down on a piece of paper, what it's thinking, and we can see it from a new perspective, it's very powerful. It gives us a lot of clarity. Same thing with meditation. We can become aware. We can be the awareness behind that voice instead of just thinking that voice is always us telling us what to do and what not to do. And we can be aware of, yeah, I'm not that voice. It's telling me to do that, but I don't have to do that. It's telling me to be careful and stay away from this person, but I don't have to listen to that voice. It's not me. So mm -hmm. I think, like I said before, practicing that awareness, that meditation, and knowing that it's a journey. Uh, some days are going to suck. 
some days you're going to have to be feeling some pain and going through some rough times, but it's, it's so worth it. When you come out the other side with that, all that pain, let go. It's like you've been carrying a backpack full of rocks around and you finally were able to put that down, you know, and you can, you look around at places that you've been a million times and you realize, whoa, this place is beautiful. And I've never even mm -hmm. noticed how beautiful it was. You know, you start to see beauty in everyone you walk by, you know, you might've in the past not looked twice at someone and thought negatively about someone in one way or another, but now you just look at everyone and, and as yourself and as an extension of yourself as love. And you, you just want to smile at everyone and love everyone you see. And obviously it takes some time to get there, but it just takes going through those rough patches and going through that journey and just practicing consistency and not beating yourself up when there's some days where you don't want to work and you don't want to be productive, take a break. Um, you know, stay off your phone. I always tell people, you spend too much time on your phone. Take a break from your phone. Go sit out in nature and go be with yourself. Read a good book. Do some yoga. Meditate. Um, it, it will help so much. I find when I get, when I'm kind of in that dark space, um, I realize a lot of that is due to me being on my phone and, and mm. internally comparing myself, whether I know it or not. So I leave my phone at home and I go on a walk and I just enjoy the nature around me and I enjoy that time with myself. And I think that helps a lot with those, those darker days for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. And I feel it's so funny how, how related the phone is to everything because like, I just come back from holiday and you know, when you're on holiday, you don't mind leaving your phone indoors or leaving it over there for a few hours. But then the second I've got back to London, it's like, I'm back to checking my phone, not as often as I was before I went, but still quite often. And you feel that, that, that level coming back down again. And it's, it's such a good reminder sometimes to be like, do I actually need to be on my phone? Because when you are on holiday and you leave your phone for like four, five, six, seven hours and you get back to it and nothing's really happened, it's not going to be any different to you being back home and doing the same thing. And I think that's, yes, that's a really big one for me as well. It's like that's that connection to our phones is removing the connection we have to ourselves and everything else around us. So even though it makes us feel more connected in a way, but it's not, it's doing the opposite. And it's, it's, the so opposite. it's, it's so true. And for us, it's hard, right? Cause we're on there creating content and we need to interact with the people who want to interact with us and answer questions. So it's a balance, right? But you just, you have to make yourself a priority. You know, they say the more, the more missed calls you have, if you, if you stop worrying about the missed calls on your phone and you go out, you leave your phone at home, you'll see all the missed calls that you've missed from, from the universe, what it's, what it's been trying to tell you all along. And that's pretty powerful. And it's pretty true. I love that. I love that. I've been, I've been reading, um, a book called the yes man. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Um, I haven't read it. It's about a guy who spends, he ends up spending about six or seven months saying yes to like every opportunity that's kind of thrown his way from like someone handed him, him a flyer to like, you know, like ridiculous opportunities. And it's, I think that the real message behind the book is to, remind yourself to be open to opportunities and not to just shut them down because like one small yes can lead you on to like something amazing further down the line. Like probably some of the best things that's ever happened to you, you know, that's you, you Bijan, that's me, that's whoever's listening right now. Like the best thing that's ever happened to you that comes to your mind right now started with you saying yes to something somewhere. And it's like, that's just being open to opportunity and those messages and not missing those calls from the universe, like you said. 
So powerful, man. Whoever's listening to that should listen to that again. That's so, that's so powerful. Just accepting what life is handing you and doing your best with that. And I don't know if you've seen the movie. I've seen the movie. Yes, man. Mm, I didn't yeah. know there was a book about it, but that's, same that's what made me read the book. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've seen the movie. Awesome. Awesome message. I was too young to really understand it. Um, the power, the power behind it, but man, so true. 100%. Yeah. yeah sick. Um, and on a, on a note about books and if you've got a, a kind of list of maybe, I don't know, three to five books that, uh, make for good spiritual reading from, you know, entry level to like extreme Jedi master level. <laughs> well, I myself am not, I'm not at Jedi master level, so I'm not there yet, but I have, I'll give you five books that have really so that have helped me out so much. One, we already talked about the power of now by Eckhart Tolle. Two is his second book, a new earth. Um, when I read that, that actually had more impact on me than the power of now. It's so much valuable information in that one. And then two books from Michael A. Singer. Uh, one is the untethered soul and the other is the surrender experiment. Both amazing, both very different. Uh, I just finished a surrender experiment about a week ago, but it had such a profound impact. That's really kind of what solidified the letting go of expectation and accepting what life yeah. gives you. That thing. And then the fifth would be uh, Inner Engineering by Sadhguru. I don't know if you've heard of his work or if you watch mm -hmm. him or listen to him at all. Um, he's amazing. And his book is so powerful. Just finding that peace and that joy inside of you instead of looking for it and everything else. And once you, you know, inner engineer yourself and know how your inside works and how your brain and your mind and your soul and everything interacts, then everything in the outside is okay. It will always yeah. be okay. And yeah. that kind of starts working for you. Yeah. Awesome, man. It's, it's good to hear you recommended those five because I've got, I've got four of them. I've read three of them. I'm, I'm going on to inner engineering and then I need to get the second Michael A. Singer one. Um, but we, what we should do actually is we should put together a book list for um, a combined book list for people who listen to this and we can, we can put all of our recommendations in there and, and um, we can put the links in the, in the description of this episode for people who want to read more into the books or go sure. on and buy them or whatever. Sure. Um, so yeah, we'll sort that out once we finish and we, 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 we chat later, but what, just to kind of wrap up then what um, are three bits of advice that if we went back in time and jumped in a time machine, it could speak to a younger version of yourself um going against everything that both of us think about time no doubt but if we jumped in a time machine you can give yourself those three bits of advice what would you tell yourself to start doing from that moment so say like teenage your teenage self yeah, yeah i would say i would say stop you said to start doing so start living for yourself and not for other people and their expectations um, other people's opinion of you and perception of you is none of your business it's not your responsibility your responsibility to do what makes you happy do what makes you excited um and just be that person every single day and not worry so much about what other people think about that because at the end of the day the right ones will support you and the right and the wrong ones won't so it's a great way to get rid of the wrong people in your life and you'll inspire <laughs> everyone around you to do the same thing um and then going back to what we talked about earlier is, is be in the moment don't worry so much about the future and what the future holds because it will come when it's ready and it doesn't it doesn't it's not created by how much you think and worry about it it's created by what you're doing right now in this moment so learn to let go of the past learn a lesson you need to learn let go of your projections of the future and just live in the moment live for today um, and 
practice, practice that. And the third one is just to, to really cherish your relationships with everybody, your family, your friends. You never know what's going to happen. You never know. You never know. So just every, every time you see someone, let them know you love them. And don't be afraid to show anyone that love and compassion because it means the world to them and it means the world to you and uh, relationships are everything. So I think those, those would be the three things. Awesome, man. Love this. I, lo- I love the relationship one as well. I think a lot of people, we skip over that so easily in life. Like when's the last time you told your parents or your brother or your sisters or your friends or your, your partner that you, you really like love them and embrace them in that way. You know, it's, it's, I think it's a very special thing. So yeah, that's an awesome one. And then the final question for you is, um, what does happiness mean to you? <sighs> happiness is just, is just being at peace with whatever's happening. Um, for me, that inner joy comes from just being at peace in this moment, no matter what I'm doing, no matter who I'm with, I could be alone in a jail cell and be happy. It's, it's, not about, it's not about the external, anything that's going on outside. I mean, it's about having that peace that I'm doing my best with everything that I'm doing. I'm in this moment. And um, yeah, it's just, it's just the peace of the present moment. Just, I think that's where, that's where my joy, my happiness comes from. Love that, man. Well, look, I appreciate the time today. Um, and before we sign out officially, can you let people know where they can find you online and where they can keep up to date with everything that you're doing? Yeah, absolutely. Well, it was, it was fun. It was a good conversation. So thanks for having me. Um, you can just search my name and all the social platforms, Instagram, TikTok. It's Bijan, B-I-J-A-N, Pusti, P-O-U-S-T-I. You'll probably have it in the link somewhere too. So yeah. uh, Instagram, TikTok is where I'm putting out a lot of content. YouTube, I'm going to start making some more content. And if you want to contact me, go to bijanpusti.com and send me an email through there. Those are the main places. Awesome. And well, like I said, I really appreciate it. It's been honestly an, an amazing chat. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll put together that book list. And yeah, looking forward to, to seeing what you get up to over the next few months and years, man. That was awesome, man. Thanks for having me. I had fun. Yeah, my pleasure. So there we have it. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And just generally enjoyed Bijan's vibes. I really, really love that conversation. I think there's so much great info in there in terms of living in the moment, being present, stepping away from your ego, and even just general tips on, you know, if you don't want to fully go down that spiritual path on how to just appreciate life more in the moment. And I think there's a lot of beauty in that simplicity of life. So if you like what you heard on this episode, then please be sure to leave a review. And even better, hit the subscribe button so that you get the latest episodes straight to your phone. And if you know someone who you think would really benefit from hearing this episode, then be sure to send them the link or a screenshot because it's important that we continue to spread the positive vibes and messages of episodes like this. I started this podcast to help inspire a positive change and you can also be a part of that by sharing the love. So as ever, you can connect with me on Instagram at imalexmanzi. Come and say hello. Come and let me know what you learned from this episode. I'll be there waiting for you. So thank you for listening and I will see you for the next episode. This podcast is produced by Unedited.